0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein. here. The- here with Pam Pibas, Ashy Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and licensed contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. I've got to slow down. I'm all excited about the show today. Uh, Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies is here to help with your HVAC uh, system issues. He's here today. Uh, so we're going to have a big show. You can call and get in on the conversation by calling 877 MPB Ring. That's 877 672 7464. We're also going to be getting to some emails. You can email in at fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How are you guys doing this morning? I'm so good. All right. Timmy got in there first. Timmy got in there. Hey, Timmy. <laughs> how you doing? So, Pam, how are you guys doing?
1: <laughs> I'm awesome. I've got on my witch's hat, and I flew in you on my broomstick gonna, this I'm gonna morning. I'm going to call that an
0: elf's hat. Yeah. It's not really. I'm not feeling witch. You're yeah, feeling yeah, witch? Yeah, no. You know, um, it's kind of elfy. It's yeah. kind of, well, that's bit, good because I'm going
1: to wear it a long time.
0: Oh, okay. Y'all are
2: making me miss all the fun stuff.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so, uh, so what are you working on this morning, Timmy?
2: Man, we had a uh, change out going this morning. changing out the whole uh, air conditioning, heater, plumes, and all that good stuff, man. The, the residential? Kind of oh, uh, well, yes, we'll
0: sir. Residential, okay, cool. Uh, so, what about you, Pam? What have you been working on? Well,. <clears throat> I
1: went down to the coast. this. You know, there's so much to do in the state of Mississippi.
3: Oh,
0: yeah. I Doesn't mean, stop. it's
1: just incredible, all the things you can do. And I went down to uh, visit with some friends down there, and we went over to the Baytown or uh, Bay St. Louis Witch's Walk. Witches what? <laughs> <laughs> it I, is, I didn't know we had a witch's we walk. Had, we've got a witch's walk, and then we had a boo-parade. Ooh, oh,
0: okay. Nice. All right. Yeah,
1: so we it had the Witches fun. Walk and then the Boo Parade. They got it going on down there
0: on the coast now. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I did that. I did a little fishing, caught myself a little fish.
0: You know, it's funny. I don't think that the coast has ever not had it going on. It's just sometimes people discover it. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, so so uh, uh, what are you working on? well, um, you know mine
4: is boring is it <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, okay i'm I'm in lexington uh two three times a week uh, about to wrap that project up and uh and then just, you know, new new houses, kitchen remodel and bathroom. Lonely
0: at the top, ain't it? <laughs> well I'll about being at the
4: top. <laughs> I may be at the top of some people's list. Well I, want, I wanted
0: to finish a saga that I started a couple of weeks ago on this show. I told you that <laughs> that I made the mistake of digging down into a crate myrtle. To see if I right. could get rid oh, of yes. this stump. Yes. Well, I'd like to report Jason 1, stump 0. Nice. That's right, finally. But what I did was I, I did go old school and I burnt the stump. Uh, but I figured out how to do it. You know, it occurred to me as I was sitting there pondering it, it, the stump. Pondering the you stump. Because I'm stump. trying to figure out how to beat this stump. <laughs> and I thought, you know, if you ever put a single log into your fireplace and try to light that, you'll do it for seven hours trying oh, yeah. to light that yeah, single one. I thought, no, 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 no. this is not the way to do it. So <laughs> I went and grabbed some firewood and piled it up around this stump. Oh, no, and that's nice. And then it, what, it what it did was, first of all, I had a great outdoor fire. I was going to
1: say, did you get your marshmallows uh, and yeah, your yeah. s'mores? But and,
0: second of all, what it did was it kept the stump from, from cooling too quick, and, and it finally turned to coals, got hot enough, and just went away. So does so, it burn down into the dirt? It did. It did. It burned it, well, like I said, I had a bunch of wood on top of it so it, it got to where, you know, like any uh like if you have a piece of wood on the bottom of any fire, it just kinda turns to coal. That's what this one did. So awesome. Yeah, it was great. So Well come- I
1: bought a new toy. Yeah. Uh it's a uh smokeless fire pit.
0: Mm. How do you? what Are you burning
1: anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a smokeless it's fire pit. It's only
0: smokeless pit. when there's no fire. Yeah, right. Yeah,
1: yeah. How, do you- <laughs> How does that work? Okay. Yeah. No, I haven't gotten it out of the box yet because it's been a little busy. Right. But, uh, you know, I've got a little fire pit in my backyard, and last night we roasted weenies and did right. some s'mores, and it was just awesome. But you get the smoke in your eyes, it kind of ruins the experience. I don't know, man. If you don't
0: smell like a campfire at the end of the <laughs> night,
4: isn't no
1: it? Whenever fun. you get done. So well, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll report back on this
0: smokeless fire pit. Okay. Well, Timmy, I talked about this article um, last week, I believe, and I I wanted to get a little bit deeper on it because it just – it blew me away when I read this about three weeks ago. Have you read the new law going into effect about California small engines? I have not. All right, so get this. And this one came – I found the article in Car and Driver. And uh, here's what I'm seeing, and I wasn't really able to describe it. What they're doing is putting a ban on small engines, and I didn't have a lot of details last time, but here's what I've got so far. The California Air Resources Board says there are almost 3 million more small engines in California than light-duty passenger cars. So, there are more small engines than passenger cars in the state of California. Here's what's uh, crazy. That's saying
1: about a that. lot. You ever been in
0: a traffic jam in L.A.? Well, listen to this stat. <laughs> listen to these stats, all right? Uh, Jeff, uh, this organization says using the best selling commercial lawnmower for one hour is mit- emits as much smog uh, pollution. As you would by driving a 2016 Toyota Camry 300 miles. Wow! One hour. I had no idea. Lawn mower operation. Uh, well, the, and the deal, the difference is, is that there are lots of emissions uh, restrictors on a vehicle that are not on small that engines. That are not on a small engine. Now they also said a leaf blower because it runs at such high RPMs for an hour. With the best selling commercial leaf blower emitting the equivalent amount of smog forming pollution, the same as a Camry would do over 1,100 miles. Wow. 1,100 miles.
4: I've, I've got a problem. I've got a problem with those stats. Do you? Yeah, yeah, no. And I'm, I'm going <laughs> to tell you why. Have you heard of them? No. What? Well, yeah, no, you just Get read them. To the mic. No, no, you, you just, you just yeah, read them. Yeah, what's the deal? Okay, smog is um, developed by burning fossil fuels. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. So they're telling me a leaf blower in uh-huh. one hour uh-huh. is going to burn more fossil fuel.
0: No. Than no. a not.
4: Camry in eleven hundred. No.
0: Miles. Not burn more. Emit more pollution. It won't burn more gas. The problem is the issue is like a catalytic converter right. on the car. <laughs> it's 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 singular purpose in the world is emissions. No, true. Right. Right, true. Right. Yeah. So but these little engines just have a little muffler on the end. They don't have so, they don't have any emissions. So so what they're saying though, but but the neat thing, you mentioned last week that there will be a market of of people that keep these engines alive right. uh, in California, and that is absolutely the truth what they 're saying now is that you won 't be able to buy anything unless it 's electric, starting in twenty twenty four I think mm-hmm. they are coming up with thirty million dollars in incentives to help people buy into electric if they like commercial, but what they did say is uh, the new law a law will not affect the sale of most gas powered recreational vehicles. Like ATVs and dirt bikes because this law only pertains to engines that put out 25 horsepower or less. And most of those vehicles, you know, oh, ATVs right, and right, stuff right, are higher, right. higher. So this right. is just for tiny little engines. Uh, but they seem to make a lot of pollution just being there. And I think, Jeff, one of the things is, is that there are 16 million of them. In, in yep. the state, yeah, you know, that, yeah. Know, there's just so when you many. Add numbers to it, you know, it. Makes we ought a to
1: put them all on the L.A. interstate and right. see what happens. Well, right.
4: or or let's let's come up with a um, a muffler system that works on a small engine and sells, and sells 16 million of those. There, right. No, How about there idea. you go.
1: Well, I thought about you this weekend because I was putzing around the Bayou and looked over <clears> and <throat> there was an electric. Rumba something cutting the grass around really? the yards. Really? Yes.
0: Wow. That's so cool. It
1: was and there was no noise. It was just so That's quiet.
0: So yeah. Well, hey, Marcia's been on the line waiting in Jackson. She wants us to settle a uh, a uh, disagreement. Are you with us, Marcia?
3: Yes, I am and so far I've been enjoying your conversation. So, it's
0: cool. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> okay.
3: I'm here. I'm about to sell my house. And first, I want to say I used uh, Miss Pam's. I used Inspected like the Girl to check for things. And I loved watching that young lady. She was running and climbing and doing all sorts of things. And thank you. I appreciate it. Well, thanks, anyway, Marcia. I
1: appreciate the call out. You're welcome.
3: You're welcome. Uh, highly recommend. All right. I've got, uh, I'm, ma- all right, like I said, I'm making repairs. And my realtor and my handyman are, are, are yeah, disagree. I had <laughs> my living room. I had one of those fray ceiling things where you've got the, uh, where you've got the fan in the middle of it and all this, and radiating out from it are, you know, uh, where the ceiling pieces come together, and two of them are kind of separating a little bit. It, it looks like, you know, the tape has come loose or something, which it hadn't. I know my ceiling's not about to fall in. My real estate agent wants to fix it for aesthetic purposes. In other words, he doesn't want a buyer to look up there and say, the ceiling's fixing to fall in. My handyman says that's fine, but it takes a lot to do it, and it makes a lot of dust, and it would mess up the, the uh, electronics in the living room and all this kind of stuff. He wants to, I guess, do it right. Is there sort of a compromise where maybe we could caulk it and tape it and paint it and just not worry about it? Is this yes, a, it's is a, is a this soffit.
1: textured ceiling? It's a soffit ceiling is what she's saying.
3: Unfortunately. Is it okay? I don't know.
1: Yeah, Yeah, soffit to where it's one part that goes around the edge is is lower than the middle part? Yeah. Okay. And those, the sheetrock, I mean, the tape on those things is notorious. Yeah,
4: just put a piece of trim on it.
1: That's what I was going to say. Put some wood trim on it and call it a day.
4: Trim.
3: Okay. Wow. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Miss Pam
1: Miss Pam wins
0: that
4: one.
1: Well, we've started seeing that, and I'm know Jeff is probably doing this. in new do. construction I do it every time because uh, that, that soffit tape is gonna crack. <clears throat>
4: that's my number one callback. Mm-hmm. So we okay. just we okay. just put a piece of trim there and and be done with it. Yeah,
1: tra- trace it out with some you know cool looking trim that'll kind of match everything else, and you're good
0: to go. Right. Very cool.
3: I will. That is cool. I will tell him. I will tell the handyman that.
0: All right, um, Marcia. We'll, yeah, that'll, that'll
3: save him a lot of
0: time but and money, it really, I tell you. Really, exactly,
1: because doing that is not fun. No,
0: no, Anytime you're working yeah. above your head. All right, thanks yeah, a lot. Yeah, I
3: know that. Thank you.
5: Y'all are, y'all are great.
0: Thanks, Marsha. All right, Timmy, you're doing great. Sure. I appreciate it. Sure. (laughs) Actually, we're going to take a quick break, Timmy, and then when we come back, we're going to get to some of that AC stuff. It's time for us to take that break. Today is an open topic show. We're looking for any home improvement questions you have, but Timmy is here. Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies is here to help with your HVAC systems. So... Join the show. Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein. Here with Pam Pibas, Ashy Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl and our guest for the day, Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. We forgot to mention that other guy, Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Anyway, uh, join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, uh, Timmy, before we go, Phones and stuff, and, and get to some of this. I did want to bring up this this crazy story that, that Java found for me. I've not heard this, but Home Depot is starting to sell power tools that will not work unless you activate them at the checkout counter. That's smart. <laughs> I, I, yeah. According to a 2020 survey in the U.S., organized retail crime is costing retailers nearly 60 percent more losses than it was in just five years prior. Uh, while many stores put high value items in locked display cases Home Depot can't do that with their stuff so it felt like this tactic would negatively affect sales so they partnered with suppliers to add an internal kill switch on these tools nice so so you can steal it it won't work yeah. so you know i mean so that's very interesting well, no but that, that that is good but like i said to java you know you know if you're if you're riding around with a cart around Home Depot and you just throw a Sawzall in there who's going to know if you're on your way out, yeah. so in the this way it won't work. Well,
1: you could sell it to somebody else who doesn't know.
0: Ouch! <laughs> you're evil, Pam.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, that's Gosh. what they do. It's that's how it works.
0: All right, um, we just
1: given the criminals a, another right. idea. <laughs> All
0: right, <laughs> so let's go to uh, Wilma in Memphis. Timmy, I, I think you'll finally find some value here. She's installing oh. a garbage disposal. <laughs> What's going oh on, God. Wilma? Good morning.
3: I had a plumber tell me I could not have a garbage disposal installed because I do not have a dishwasher. Do you guys agree with that?
0: No. Uh,
4: no not <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe he didn't
0: know how it worked without a dishwasher but it's
4: well there, yeah. w- what what he's talking about there's a, <clears throat> excuse me. There's a plug on the side of the disposal that is sealed. And you uh, leave it sealed, but if you have a dishwasher, you knock the plug out, hook the hose, loop it over the dishwasher. Right. So when the dishwasher drains, it will it will it will go into that.
0: Right. Um, but uh, if you take the dishwasher out of the equation,
4: well, then we just leave the tape. yeah, leave the plug in the in the disposal. Yeah. Like
1: okay.
3: To maybe he just yeah. just to be bothered.
4: Uh, who, yeah. knows? Be. who knows? Who knows? I'd,
2: I'd like Thank to ask one question. Yeah. I want to know how you knew that, Jeff, without reading the directions. <laughs> <laughs> tell, me,
4: tell me you flooded somebody's house. Well, of course. <laughs>
0: Probably his own. Yeah.
1: Hey, listen, I had a situation one time where the guy, I was inspecting the house, and he had just put in a new garbage disposal and didn't take the plug out. So I turned on the dishwasher, oh, nice. and nice. it flooded the house, and yeah. he came screaming at me, and I was like, dude, all I did was turn it on. I right. didn't install it.
0: Right. Wow. So
1: I found the defect.
0: Okay. It was that plug.
1: It was the plug.
0: Yep. (laughs) Okay. um, Timmy, I've got an email here that I want to go over with you. Greetings from Long Island. We'd love to call in, but the timing makes it tough. Love the show and listen every week via podcast. Have a question about our air handler and central air conditioning. We have a two-story home with two zones, one for each story. The downstairs uh, downstairs zone has no issues. However, the upstairs zone has a very odd issue. During the warmer months, the air conditioning works fine. No issues whatsoever. During the cold months, when we turn on the heat, it acts up. We can change the system from cool to heat on the panel. The heat stays on all the time, regardless of the temperature we set it at. It also stays on even when we switch the panel to the off position. This does not happen during the summer with cool, though. The end result is that we usually turn the air handler off at the breaker. The handler itself is in the attic, and just deal with no heat upstairs all winter. <laughs> but I'd like to have it fixed. Any thoughts?
4: Oh, I gotta laugh at um, that.
2: Now yeah, I'm, I'm assuming she's talking about she has these zones. She has one system, but they have they're feeding two different floors with it. Is, is that kind of?
0: Um. Yeah, we have two story home with two zones, one for each story. I'm assuming yes that they're talking about. Okay. Yeah. No.
2: Um, man, that's a that's a that's kind of a weird one. that It does good during the cooling season and that it does during the heat season. But
4: um, I've got a that, thought, Timmy. Come on with it. I think it's thermostat.
2: Yeah, well, that's the first thing I thought of. But you know, uh, there's so much that goes into a zone system. Yeah, so they got their their variable damper zone system, open completely and closed, and you got what they refer to as a dump air that runs back into the return and so you're like double cooling the air almost but uh you know it, it, that's uh, that's kind of a weird one you know that i would say thermostat because it can't be the damper because the damper is working during the winter right and summer and not during the winter it's got to be going on something you know with the thermostat or the zone panel itself
0: yeah it, yeah it, yeah if you turn i mean the fact that you can turn say the heat on and turn 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 the unit off and it's still going is what the guy is saying.
2: Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. That's a
0: thermostat. It's, it's got to be an electric. Be, that's what I think. Yeah, yeah I think uh, well, Jeff is I
2: right. Think my, yeah, I think my brain was trying to overthink that a little bit too much. I yeah. went a little bit deeper than what it say the, <laughs> the, the air handler literally stays on all the time.
0: Right. So I really, I really, yeah, I'm, I think that's where you need to go. At, um, this person from Long Island, go out and get yourself the easiest and cheapest way to fix an air conditioner, thank God. A thermostat. Mm-hmm. A thermostat. Right. <laughs> or a yeah, two dollar well. fuse. Right.
2: <laughs> had yeah. that
1: experience.
2: Well the, the the if the air handler's staying on all the time, is the heat running with it or Yeah, well, I, I think it is.
0: Yeah. Uh I'll also I'll it'll it. also stay on even when the switch uh the panel to the off position. Even when they turned it off, right. it it's on. It's still running. Yeah. Something's not right with that zone and that thermostat. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, it's either that, or it could be that one of the heat strips are stuck on, and if the heat strips are stuck on, there's a there's a uh, limit in there that actually turns the fan on with it, um, so that could be what's going on, because if it overheats, the very first thing it wants to do the fan is the fan's going to come on and try to cool it off. Oh.
0: Does that, yeah. make, that make sense? Yes. Well, if it's electric. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I think... I think that's cool. I think they should give the thermostat There's a try. Some and if, there. Yeah, and if yeah. not, then you know but, where to go next.
2: Yeah, I have to say, it may not. She may have to go get a specific thermostat. But some zone panels, that come with their own thermostats you have to use for that particular zone. Uh, like, and that carrier is one of the. They have their own little proprietary kind of deal. I mean, you can't just go stick up whatever thermostat on right. one of those. Okay. So she she needs a she needs a. Uh, you know, she needs somebody to come over there and look at it, basically, I would say. Okay. I wouldn't try to just do the thermostat.
0: All right. Thanks a lot. Let's go to the phone. TJ's online, and Kosciuszko's got a question about Jeff's boat. Hmm. All right, TJ.
2: Yeah, I I just wonder what kind of boat jeff got down on the coast. My wife and I owned a big boat up in Bay Springs, Mississippi, for years, and we sold it, and we're back in the boat market looking at a trawler, and I just, every
4: time I hear about his boat, I go, what kind of boat has he got down there?
0: Are you willing to sell it, Jeff? uh, uh, No. You're going to do a swap
4: meet No, no, but hey, a a trawler, you know, if you're not... Interested in going fast? A trawler is a great option. Very yeah. economic to to operate. Mine is a mine's a little different. Mine is a uh, um, one that burns a little, little little more fuel. No, I sold the Silverton and the you got new, a Crusader. <laughs> the new one is a Cruisers. TJ show that's Uh-oh. a different
0: show, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know out, it's they time said, for us to go fix stuff.
2: They said it was open topic, so I said, <laughs> "You know, right, you right, go. What, kind of, what kind of book he got?"
5: All
0: right, thanks, man. I appreciate it.
5: Yeah. All right, bye.
0: Well, uh, we mentioned uh, during our intro that uh, every year billions are spent in the U.S. on all, on home improvements. Last year, fifty three percent of house.com surveyed homeowners reported renovating their home 53% renovated wow, their home. That's something. And the yes. median renovation spent per household increased from 15 it increased to $15,000 from 13,000 in 2019. And so that's cuz the parts up. were more expensive. Right, yeah. Yeah, everything went up. <laughs>
1: the stuff is expensive and you better if you want to remodel something you better order now. Yeah. It's going to take a minute to get it in.
4: Well, I'll tell you what we're running out of right now, if you want to know what yeah. right. finger jointed pine.
0: Huh? Wow! Yeah, what does that mean?
4: Well, it's it's a it's a it's a, a board that that's pine that's been glued mm-hmm. together finger jointed. Okay. And and what we use it for is our face plates on our cabinetry. Um, oh. And um, you, you cannot get it. You can't get it. No. Huh? Wow. No. Wow. So.
0: Wow. Go, is it, go, hey, go uh, figure. now I know um timmy a little while back you mentioned you didn't you didn't do uh really a lot of appliance calls anymore and i know some of that was frustration from from uh trying to get things were taking a long time we heard on the show all during 2020 that if you had a dishwasher problem you just had a dishwasher problem it wasn't going to get fixed because the parts weren't available Uh, are you seeing that with air conditioners
2: I mean, some of the parts have been tough. You know, this year has been more challenging, I guess, you know, because we had not had, you know, enough equipment uh, being these uh, Parts, I wouldn't say as bad unless there's like a specific part that you had to order from the factory.
0: Right. But, man,
2: like it, we're trying, just trying to get equipment. I mean, some of these people are having to wait a week. I have a real good friend of mine that waited um, a month and a couple of weeks on one uh, heat pump packaging that's come in and a man he said his customer was just like irate you know and then when yeah. they got when they got the thing in it didn't come with a heat strips so and they had to turn around and order the heat strips oh, 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 wow. and then, then had to wait another month on that so you think about how long this dude had to wait and thank god I mean, we're, we was in the cooling part of the season not the heat
0: right before. right right. well, well I'll say this and I guess we should good say good. it to all our listeners uh, please be patient with your with your contractors and handy people and all those what, what they can't buy they can't Right, there's nothing they can well, you do. You know,
4: look, if 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 ranting and raving and getting mad would fix the problem, we'd do it. Let's all four of us <laughs> rant and rave, and Timmy included, five of us. Right. Let's just get mad and rant and rave. All
0: right. <laughs> so, all right. Kathleen's on the line. She wants to tell us how to keep our uh, tools safe. I hadn't heard from you in a minute, Kathleen. What's going on?
5: Well, I know you're going to laugh because we talked about this, I think, six or seven years ago. Okay. There was a a commercial building company Uh where they did things in shop, so they built things. They had a lot of men in one side and Uh mostly women on this other side. Uh So the women's tools kept coming up missing. What was happening is the men were taking the tools, and they were saying, no, you you didn't lose yours. We got one. So the women talked it over, and they painted all their tools hot pink. Right. And put Hello Kitty stickers all over them. <laughs> and they stopped They stopped stealing the tools. The women won. Yay!
0: <laughs> right. Okay. So girly Help. up your tools if you want to keep them is what you're saying.
5: Right. And I do have a tip. Uh when you have a large area, looking back in history, you remember how they used to have pictures of all those English plains with the grass looked like it was mold and a hundred people got up at sunrise and kept it clean and all that. Mm. They used a plant called Carpet Time. It only grows six inches. It recedes itself over fifteen years. Don't ask me about the weed situation. I don't know how they work that out, but that's what they use. There's lots of ground covers. Now it doesn't eliminate the 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 thing for uh, maintenance. You know, you still have to edge and all like this stuff. So it's mm-hmm. not a total you're out of jail free card. But you do have a good looking pathway. I did it on my sidewalk uh, on the side house in New Orleans because you know some of those houses are just ten feet apart. Right, and I all put right. uh, con- concrete pavers in it. Used it around that, and it was fine.
0: Okay. All right. Thanks, Kathleen. We appreciate it. It's uh, time for us to take another break. And you know what? We're going to hit some air conditioning questions here when we come back. If you want to join today's show, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Stay tuned. You're listening to Fix It One O One on MPB Think Radio, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pivas in her new hat and she is actually certified inspector and inspect it <laughs> like a girl. My head's cold. You can't miss you can't miss the hat. Uh, and licensed contractor Jeff Simmons from Houseworks and Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. If you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. You still with us, Timmy? I am. All right, so I wanted to start with a, a question that 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 gets into everybody's understanding here. We've talked about this several times, and everybody has an opinion. But all right, here's the email. I put a vapor barrier under or over the ground in the crawl space about five years ago. A couple of years ago, I found puddles on the plastic. I could not figure out the source of the water. I think the water is coming from under the vapor barrier puddles appear after a rain but not after every rain should i cut a hole in the vapor barrier so the puddles can eventually drain or should i remove the var- the vapor barrier the puddles have only appeared and last in two areas under the house uh so i could just remove the vapor barrier in those areas thanks for your show it's called humidity
4: yeah it's <laughs> drainage
1: well, it could be drainage, but yeah, if it, I mean, the, Yeah,
4: because it does change over time.
1: Yeah. Well, so, and then the barrier's going to sweat, yeah.
0: just like we do. Yeah. So, so basically, what we're saying is that it's okay to have that puddle under there?
1: Yeah, as long as it's not. I mean, don't get freaked out over a puddle. No. Now, get freaked out over a river, right. <laughs> or a stream, a or a pond. Puddle. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's where you freak out over that. But a puddle, I mean, a tiny little spot of water. Yeah. Yeah,
4: but you, taking the vapor barrier out is not the answer. No, no, we no, need no. the vapor barrier there. You it's there for that. a reason.
1: Yeah, if you don't, so. if you take that vapor barrier out, your floors are going to start right. doing funky things. Yep.
0: yep. Well, and I saw he he mentioned could it be coming from below? If it's fist Queen, it's not going to come from below. It's not going to well, penetrate
1: little, the physics of that. It could. I mean, oh, if you get a lot of water, sweat. yeah. If you get a lot of water underneath it, and then you put your plastic down, mm-hmm. it's like taking a, pl- a plastic bottle of water out of the refrigerator. What right. happens?
0: And condensation. The
1: water yeah. from the inside of the bottle is not getting on the outside of the bottle. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, it. They're not the same water. Right.
2: Yeah. I've got an idea. What's that? Um, the ductwork could be sweating in those areas. The insulation could be. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: That could happen
0: too. So instead of looking below, you might need to look above a little bit. Look, At the ductwork, I mean, right above just, his head.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, there's every. It seems like every house I go to over here in Jackson, man. I mean, it, the duck sweats like crazy up under houses. It's more humid under there. It's more cooler, especially if the duct's not sealed up real well and it's seeping out the seams. Um, it'll make insulation sweat. Insulation sweats. Once it does, I mean, it's wet. And it starts to sag. Once it sags, the insulation is not touching the duct anymore. Um, which is not insulating the duck, it's just leaving like a pocket of the cold air and it's just gonna keep sweating and sweating and sweating. You got
1: your a rainstorm under right. your house.
0: <laughs> All right. Number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four all right, Timmy. So uh, I was talking to Pam over the break, and she said, "You know, we ought to ask him about furnaces and what to do at this time of year."
1: We don't need them much here in Mississippi, but well, it is kind of nice to pay attention to.
0: <laughs> and it's funny because yeah. we've not talked about that first burn smell that you get at the first of the year when you fire up the furnace you know, and yeah, all the dust yeah. burns off, but it's coming. What yeah. What do we need to prepare for, man?
2: Well, man, uh, you know, you can always call your guy. You know, I'd be more than happy to look at it. Right, you right, come right. Here, I mean. You know, all the stuff that we do, it's good to go ahead and just test it out, you know, before we get to that part because everybody wants to wait. Um, so I had a guy the other day, or I say the other day, it was the day before yesterday, I think. Monday, I guess, whatever it was. And uh, he called me up and told me his heater wasn't working. Well, in my mind, I'm sitting sort there of thinking, like, why are you turning your heater on? You know, I'm so used to that, you know. But I get over there, he's like, man, I just want to see if it was going to work before this cold weather came.
0: Oh, look
2: at so that. little maintenance, you know, in a, in a small way. Just turn it on, make sure it worked. But it didn't work, you know. So definitely go ahead and burn it. You know, let's let's fire them up. Let's make sure they're heating, you know, before we do get some cold weather. Because once it does, everybody's going to get slammed.
1: Well, and that speaks to um, I have a maintenance program on my HVAC system. So mm-hmm. I have them coming in twice a year. Just before the cooling system time, mm-hmm. they check all that out. Just before the furnace time, they check it all out. And I I recommend that. For, and, Timmy, please tell me what your recommendation is. But after about seven or eight years, once those units get a little bit older, mm-hmm. it's just a good idea to go ahead and be signed up with the company. Because then you're on their list. Right. You, know, yep. you, you cold call somebody when you've got a 15-year-old system, they're going to put you on the list. But yep. if you're... If uh, well, that, that didn't make sense, did it? If if I have a relationship with a company right. that whenever I call them, they're going to show up. Right. Otherwise, I, you know they'll get to me when they can. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, all right. Let's go to another email here, real quick. Uh, <laughs> thank you for your show. Uh, I enjoy it every time. I've learned a lot from you. Well, like I'm okay today. I need your suggestions on how to block or close up windows in my garden shack. It's an 8 by 12 I think, about 15 years old, has three windows on the long walls, two windows at the short wall, and a window and a door. Too many windows. I need to keep it at a pleasant temperature throughout the year. I have a heater and AC in there. Walls are insulated. I have pink insulation sheets cut to size and squeezed into the windows right now to block out the heat and cold. It looks terrible, and husband is not happy. Any ideas how I can permanently close slash block the windows and make it look better? I'm a beginner with power tools, construction projects. Ruh,
1: ruh, 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 Thanks ruh. for
0: your help in advance, <laughs> Natasha. Here we go. <laughs> Boy, there's a lot of neat things you can do here. <laughs> and and a lot of them don't require. You know, if you didn't care to ever see through the windows again, you could paint them. That's fast. It's easy. Yeah, it's quick. That's
1: and not cheap. Yeah, to. that's not going to block your... Well, it's a could, it, it's a garden shop. I mean, a garden. It's a garden
0: shop. Well, I see what she's saying. I'm In confused. other words, you could still use. She's wanting to cover the windows. There's. It, it's basically a a little uh, shed.
1: Is it a she shack?
0: Yeah, it's a she shack, <laughs> <laughs> and why it's got a whole bunch of windows.
4: Why don't we just put some shutters on them and close the shutters? And close the shutters. Oh, uh,
1: when you want uh, to. Now that would right. look good.
4: Yeah, well, it would look good, and then. If you really and truly wanted to seal it off for the winter, cut some of your insulation board, put it in there, build the shutters where you can close them, close them, latch them off, and then in the spring and fall, open them back up. Wow. So now the husband's happy. Your shed is is a little bit better as far as, you know, and cool, and, um, and, and you're not spending a lot of money. Yeah,
1: that wouldn't be expensive. Building, I've built shutters before. They're not hard to do. No,
0: now, I've seen them uh, recently. That, well, not recently, but a, a giant trend for the longest time was to build them out of pallet wood. A lot of people did that, built Mm -hmm. their shutters out of pallet wood, kind of a barn look.
1: Well, it's a wind. You're going to block your wind with your shutter, and then you're going to insulate with the insulation board. And then
4: at least you wouldn't see the insulation board from the outside. Right.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't be ugly from the outside. Right. Right. All right, uh, Java, you got an email over that just came in? Yeah, we
4: got one just come in. And, uh, of course, uh, good morning. It says, what is a good DIY or is there a good DIY process that can be used to eliminate or minimize moisture that lingers in an 84-year-old house traditional built with a crawl space other than purchasing damp read products? Thanks for any ideas. Well, a
0: good air conditioning system, seal what up. Yeah,
4: yeah. I mean, uh, a dhu hue um,
1: Yeah, what you're running into is probably not any insulation in the wall Probably not. not, not so being your walls are sweating. Old. And um, I actually, I don't know if you could DIY this. I, when I did a remodel on my bedroom like 20 years ago, I had them come in and blow some insulation in my wall cavities. Yeah.
4: And through, that, the, through the, the
1: two-inch hole yeah. in, in each cavity. And then they plugged it up. Sure. But 84-year-old sure. house wasn't built for no. to be closed up with air conditioning in no. it. It just wasn't. That's They yeah. weren't built that way. Mm-mm. So you're going to continue to have problems. you got to treat it like a system. So I'm not sure a DIY would be a uh, – but you could start, you know, doing some th- different things. And I could give you a monster list, but –
0: you know, of of how to, are you trying to seal it? Is that what you're thinking to seal it up? Well, or you, you tra- could,
1: but you're still going to have, um, like you put a for instance, and Timmy could jump in on this too because I'm sure he's seen older houses where you put HVAC in it. If you put a gas furnace uh-huh. or a gas fireplace in an 84 year old house that does not have insulation, <laughs> the draw on the walls. What's going to happen is your walls and your windows are going to sweat because when you burn gas, you get water. Right. Yep. And so if your walls are not insulated, the physics of that, just like taking that water bottle out of the refrigerator, those walls are going to sweat. So it really comes down to insulation and sealing, and that would be a professional project, I would I would think.
2: Yeah. I agree with uh, that. The only thing that I could, only thing I could even think of on something like that, if she just wants to try to get rid of the moisture or try to see if she can help it out, is just go get her some of those dehumidifiers and put a couple in the house and see if that helps.
0: Yeah, right. and stick
1: them in the bathtub because you'll forget. You're gonna forget to unload the water. Well, <laughs>
0: so, I ain't no doubt. And and <laughs> honestly, that is in in Mississippi at least. That's a race to the bottom. I mean, I mean, yeah. we'll always make more humidity. Right. And ceiling
1: fans would help. I mean, if you added ceiling fans, it would help dry the air some. Um, and you're just going to have to run them year-round to keep the try to keep the air dry, well, adding you know, some fans in your bathrooms.
0: Yeah. And a lot of people do run their ceiling fans year-round, regardless. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about what no, direction. not we're not doing directions do. today. Oh, boy. Right. That's gone <laughs> now. no <right>? no Nope. nope <laughs> really. yep. We're going to take a quick break. Here come the worms. Now's the time. <laughs> time for our last break of the hour. You still have time to get your home improvement question answered this morning, so you can call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back.
4: Hey, this is Larry Morrissey with the Mississippi Arts Commission. I'm one of the hosts of the Mississippi Arts Hour, the arts interview show on Think Radio. Each week, myself or one of my fellow hosts,
0: This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibas, Ashy Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks, and our guest for the day, Timmy McClendon from AC Remedies. And I've got one for you right now. Warren is on the road. What's going on, Warren? Ashes Certified
3: Inspector. inspector.
0: Hey, Warren, turn your radio our down, man. Contractor Jeff Sammons from hey, let's listen to me say it again. you <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have to hear you say, turn your radio. That's right, that's right. (laughs) All right. Warren, are you still with us? Yes, I am. All right, let's go for it.
2: All right. I recently installed two UV lights in my air conditioning system, you know, to prevent the mold from uh, uh, spreading and killing it. Uh, I was just wondering, is there... Any UV lights out, or maybe in the future that would be LED, which would last longer, because I'm told these only last about two or three years. Yeah, that, that that's a good question. But uh, I think UV, I mean, it's just one particular light, you know, the UV light. I don't think they're going to make anything LED or anything like that. I, I wouldn't believe so. But, uh, you know, those those bulbs, are they're recommended to change them every year. You know, because they do lose, you know, their functionality a little bit over time. Right. But uh, okay. You know, but it, it really depends on what brand you buy. It's going to depend on how much you pay for them. You know. Right. But uh, yeah. But I don't think they're going to make anything more efficient. You know, if, if that's the question. You know. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you.
0: Great. Thanks, Warren. Yeah, I've I've heard of the UV light for for uh, microbial growth. Is that is that something you see a lot of, Timmy?
2: Man, I do. You see, a van. Man, when this whole pandemic thing hit, everybody started trying to sell them like crazy. Then you couldn't even buy. It.
0: Really? Right?
4: Yeah. I, I put them in our I put them in our bathrooms. Okay. Um, and and I, I think it works.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, if that it does doesn't, hurt. it doesn't hurt anything. No. So. Except your wallet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pam, do you have an opinion?
1: You know, I've seen people put these on the systems, and, mm-hmm. Timmy, you tell me what you think. If your ductwork isn't sealed, you're not doing much. Just You're just spending a lot of money on a light that's trying to kill, overkill, because yeah. your ductwork is pulling in a bunch of stuff.
2: It oh. is. What I, what the, the return part of it is definitely pulling in. You're pushing out, you know, pushing out air, and your supply that's coming out of, that, um, coming out of the ductwork. But, you know, you see a bunch of it, man. I mean, you think about it, you know, uh, whenever ductwork leaks it sweats when sweats gets mold. That mold gets in that ductwork. It gets pushed through the house. Mold, mildew, you know, microbial go grow whatever you want to call it, or as, as that goes, but, you know, it goes beyond you know just putting a UV, UV light, light in. Yeah. Right. yeah, there's there's a lot more things you got to do to really make sure you'll have any issues like that. So
0: the UV light is for if your system is at tip top. Say it one more time. That. Just saying that a UV light is, is a cherry on top. It's not the thing that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah. it
2: helps. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it does help. So people just got it. I mean, don't I'm right. not saying they do anything, it does help. It's just, you know. In order to do it right, you know, you really want to you really want to go comb through that system a little bit better and make sure that you know putting the light in is not just one thing you want to do. Right,
4: right. and two, if you think about it, you 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 need that that system needs maintenance just like your car, or your mm-hmm. or right, your, you know, your oh, absolutely your hunting absolutely. vehicle or your boat or whatever. It it does require maintenance.
0: Right. All right, I'm going to get to a couple of emails here, little quickies that we got. Um, number one, what is a Quote, simple, cost-effective recipe for use on outdoor brick patio. I've used bleach. What is the best to use? I recently, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll always pull out a pressure washer just because it's fun. But I'll say this. I've used just regular house wash before on brick. And regular, you know, and, and it comes in several different brand names, whatever you want to call it, house wash. It does work. But if 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 this brick... Is in the shade near a tree, anything like that. No matter what you do, it's coming back. Don't worry about it, just hit it again if you have to. Bleach is cheap. Um, well, that you know, we had a uh, somebody call in a couple
1: of years ago, it was right after I started mm-hmm. and gave us that product, wet it wet it,
0: wet forget, and forget it. it. Yeah. I
4: remember that. Yeah. And
1: I'll use that stuff. I'm telling you, it's awesome.
0: <laughs> it is. It is. And, <laughs> and that, it's
1: not expensive.
0: No, it is like a house wash. Yeah. Wet it and forget it. Yeah. And, and, but the point is, is that it, if brick in particular, because brick and its mortar is so porous, it's going to pick up everything. Well, and, and it's,
1: it's slippery when it
0: gets that stuff on right. it. Well, and, and, and what I mean, yeah, the green stuff, oh yeah, you can kill yourself on brick when the algae grows on it. When the, the algae yeah.
1: grows on it. So you gotta kinda of stay yeah. on that really.
0: But yeah, and and I would say if if it doesn't hurt you too much, if you knock that out once a quarter to once every other six to once every six months that you need to. It's always gonna grow. There's nothing you can put on it that'll make it not grow.
1: And so. I'm not a big fan of a brick patio personally. Because there's so much maintenance because of that. Yeah and brick on a horizontal the mortar's just going to deteriorate. You're going to have to work on that, too. So right. I know it's purdy. It's really it purdy. Is. But it's just a lot of work.
0: Right. So, okay, number two, I've got paint coming off of metal flashing under the roof. How do you repaint? What type of paint? I don't even know if there is a paint That's for flashing.
4: That's exactly right? why I do not paint, paint the, the, the flashing, flashing on the roof. <laughs> You don't paint it.
0: Just okay.
1: let it all peel off.
4: <laughs> it's not going to stay. It's not going to stay. I mean, think think about the abuse the roof takes. It, it's two hundred degrees. It, it 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 freezes when nothing else will freeze, and, and, then, and then it gets pounded with rain, hail, and then limbs. You, and then you wonder, well, wonder why the paint didn't stay on. Like <laughs> Didn't mean, that paint didn't stand you, a chance. Well, right. If you if you could factory bake it like we do our cars, right, it, right, it, yeah. it might stay on. And that's what's on it when it's installed. Do do not paint it.
0: Oh, okay. So there's some like a uh, like a powder coat or something there, there's on a, it.
4: There's a finish on it when when you okay. when when it's installed. Okay. So.
0: All right, so and they, but it looks the typical flashing looks what galvanized steel looks well, like you, that. You right can, you copper, can, you yeah. can
4: do. Well, you could do copper, but then you can do um, you can do oil rubbed bronze. You could do. I mean, it comes in multiple colors. It's just like painting your gutter. Oh, okay. It's not. It, that's not a favorite yeah. thing I have. I, I don't like to paint my gutters.
1: Been there, done that. <laughs> it um, just comes right off. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that was a it, it DIY will, weekend it, that was wasted.
4: <laughs> it, it will stay a little better than flashing. Um, I just don't like, I like to use the factory color. Right. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Yeah. Plus, you, you start painting your flash and you're on the ladder and it's just not, it's, it's not yeah, safe. Yeah, Yeah.
4: So.
0: Okay. Um, so. Timmy, any last thoughts to leave us with on what to do with your? I, I guess we're we're coming in on the heating system uh, or the heating season. Uh, what what to do, man?
2: Man, I'd encourage everybody to go on and, and turn them on, burn them. Let's make sure they work before we get cold. You know, you know, the, you know a lot of people. I always recommend, of course, preventive maintenance. But, um, you know, Some people can't afford it. Some people right. haven't got time because they work so much during the day or whatever. At least turn them on so we can make sure they are heating. When you smell that smell, right. you know it works. You know what I mean?
0: Okay. Well, you know, I think I kind of remember a main idea from just about every contractor that comes on. I, I just remember a nugget. And my favorite nugget from you when you were on was... And I want to say this so that everybody hears it because this came from Timmy. I don't care if you have the worst, grossest, nastiest filter in the world on your air conditioning unit. Have a filter, please. <laughs> you mentioned not <laughs> a lot of people uh, basically just, I guess, getting bored and just taking the filter off because well, they don't want and to clean replace behind it behind
1: the filter, please. Right. Well,
0: uh, well, my biggest thing is on on filters, man you get you, you go to somebody's
2: house and you go there and it froze up and you realize that filter ain't been changed in probably over a year right alright <laughs> but whenever I'm sitting there trying to you know stick the digging thing whatever they don't have a filter there now I gotta use my time to go get it which I don't mind doing because I what I get paid too but when right. you need me to do it now that filter just costs you three hundred bucks. you know yeah. just because of the time I am spent to go get it and come back
0: All right, man, I appreciate your time. we got to wrap it up. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Think Radio is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. I'll get this out. Our show was produced by Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill for Pam Pivus, Jeff Sammons, and Timmy McClendon of AC Remedies. I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech with Jay White. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.